This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. We got lots to do, of course. Today. We'll make our picks on the games because I know how you guys are. You listen to the radio and you're like, yeah, I really need to know what these hosts think. I really need to know what they would do if they were pretend betting on these games. It ain't our money. You know that. But we still break it down for you. Nobody breaks it down better than Bart Scott, who, by the way, is still trending for what he said about Jalen Hurts. He didn't even say anything bad. But it's amazing to me that I opened up Twitter this morning. It's like trending topic, and one of them was Bart Scott. <laughs> and all he said was, Jalen Hurts is not a superstar. That doesn't seem like that hot of a take. But it's got everybody in Philly mad. Well, he'll piss more people off in Philly when you hear what he thinks is going to happen in this game. But speaking of games, because I feel like while Bart's not here, after all the trouble and the headache that he gave me a couple of days ago about maybe they should just blow the team up and tank. You know I'm talking about the Knicks. But maybe you should trade trade Julius Randle. Like he's saying all these things. And then last night, the Knicks pull off a win in Boston. That you could nitpick, blew a lead. I mean, everybody in the league, if, if you're watching the NBA, I, I got to tell you, if you're watching the NBA, everybody blows leads. No lead is safe. The wire-to-wire wins are not what they used to be. Ten-point lead in the fourth quarter is not what it used to be. I mean, you used to go, once you got it over about ten, once you got to about five minutes to go up 10 or 12, human victory cigar time was coming. That doesn't happen anymore because of the three-point shot, because of the ability to draw fouls, because of the way they now are calling things with defense, the, the, the amount of possessions that happen now in games. I don't know what it is, but I actually asked the league about it when the Knicks were having these, these issues late in games. And I was saying, like, I wonder how bad they are compared to the whole league. So it turns out that the Knicks have lost four games this season. Four. When they have had a double-digit second-half lead. Four. There are teams in the league that have lost five and six games when they have a double-digit lead in the second half. It's just factual. The Celtics, in fact, were the only team last I checked that only had one. The Grizzlies, the only team in the league that hadn't done it yet. But I, they might have recently. But when I checked, this was last week. So these double-digit leads thing, it's about holding on. It's, it's what it's about. Hold on and get the win. Less about like, you know, just you take a 10, you turn it into 20, and everybody goes home, and we bring in, you know, remember uh, Greg Buck, uh, what was his name, Butler? Stu Gray would come in, everybody would guard and go nuts. Like that kind of stuff, it doesn't happen as much anymore in this league because teams start putting up threes, they get to the foul line, whatever it is, it happens. Now, are the Knicks great at executing late? No. No, it's pretty clear. They have a hard time with it. But on the overall picture of things as you're looking at this game and the way they play in that third quarter, the Celtics, the Celtics, the best team in the league, the best record in the league. They are at home in their building. Man, you got to say, are we undervaluing what they are right now and pieces that could take them a little bit better? Now, I know two days ago I was, you know, I, I, oh. I, I let you, Bart, bring so me down buyers. that road. 
Now we're buyers. I've always said they're buyers. <laughs> always said that they should be buyers to keep building this thing because they have all these damn assets. They have some pieces to start with. You said blow it up. You said trade Julius Randle. Did you watch the game last night? Be honest. I did. I did. Did you I, listen, see Randle dunk he, on yes. like everybody? Tw- like yes. He went nuts last night. Right. People will give maybe give something up. That was a great spotlight. Why are you doing Why? moved as an asset? Why are you saying move as an asset? Somebody that is averaging like 30 and 10, dunking on people. In the be- he's, he's playing better than I think he played two years ago. It's, it's the same argument. Why would you do that? It's the same argument that I had. With he's got two line. years left on a very affordable deal. Yeah. It's, the, it's the same argument I had, which makes him super attractive. It's the, it's the same thing that I... <laughs> For it's what? A, okay, so after these two years, are you going to keep him again? You're really after last night's game. No, listen. I, listen You're they, really they, they, going listen, to continue listen, this push. Listen, he balled out. And he reminded he has us been he that he can play. He can play bully ball. He has he been strong. balling out. He said. He said himself. He hasn't dunked like this since high school. He's right. ramming on people. Yep. All that. All yeah. that. Yeah. But all I'm he dunked saying, on Jason Tatum. Dunked yes, on him. Allen. All I'm saying. Don't don't see. You can't get too emotional. I'm making rational decisions. You think that's a rational thing no, that that Allen, right now where they are and what you saw last he can night help, he can, he that can they should somebody. blow this team up. No. What I'm saying is not the team. Just him. Well, that would be blowing the team up. He's, he's he's their best player. So tell me this: in two years, what are you going to do with him? I don't know. I'll see what I'll see where they are in two years. You got you got a lot of things that need Even, to be done between now could, and then. I'm saying, do you see him? They're not they, look. The roster's not a finished product. So for I me to that. for me to but, say like, well, in two years, this is what they're going to be. They do, they better not look like this in two years. They better continue Alan. to build up the roster around him, which they did last summer with Jalen Brunson. Alan, you got to keep saying, doing this. Alan, so if you're saying keep building around him, right? That's saying that he's here for when these two years are up yeah. or before that, you're going to give him another extension. So that's saying he's your star for the next seven years. That's what you're saying. I don't know where we are in two years. That's what I'm saying. I'm I'm living in the now. Are you going to let this regime that if you guys don't if you don't get the winning, make the decision? in two years to sign him and, and let the next regime that's going to take over for him take over for them? You keep asking me about the next two years. And, Bart, I'm not thinking about two years from now. Well, I'm thinking manager, about right now. As a general now. manager, that's my job. Because you have to ask yourself, what is this team? Where is this going to go? It's nice. It's a cute story. But what are they? I understand they're fourth right now. But what are they? They're a comp- they and they, are and they, if they get into playoffs, more competitive you think, than you think, we thought they'd be. That's they what can, they are. Do you think they can win a playoff series? Can they, it depends on the matchup. I have no idea. Okay, so I don't know who the they're matchup, playing. The, the likelihood is probably if they win one, they won't win two. Right. That's where they are right now. I don't know. What, again, Bart, this is always about how do you make the – see, you're telling me to think like a GM. Right now, if I'm the general manager, which I always think is a GM, I'm not smart enough to think as a coach. I've never had that ability to be the guy watching a game and talking about what play I would do next and what defense I would run. I've never been that guy. I've always been about the roster and talent and how you make it all work. That's always been my perspective when I was a reporter and as now I am as an analyst. I look at it that way. What do I got to work with and how can I compete with other teams that are really good as well? And what I'm looking at is a starting five that went healthy because, again, Mitch Robinson is not there. But went healthy, his starting five is a very competitive starting five, very competitive. The bench has to get better. But what I see are pieces that can be competitive and how do I – advance the cause how do i upgrade some pieces when i feel like i've got i've got a 2010 guy a 3010 guy right i've got a point guard that can give me 30 on a given night mm-hmm. i've got that i've got some defensive players 
All right, I have that. I have a guy off the bench that can score, but I don't have enough that can compete with the better teams. How do I get those pieces to build it up? Because I can't get the star. That's where I'll, I'll, I will agree with you there. I can't get the, the, the star. I can't get the MVP candidate like Jason Tatum. Can't get him. I tried. So, You've been in the draft. It can't so, happen. But so how do means- I still build this team up? Because you know what I'm trying to do? What your team, that your favorite team did. I'm trying to be the 04 Pistons. It's hard I might not have all way. superstars, it's, it's, it's but so I can hard. get depth and I can get talent. But it's so hard to win that way now. Of course right? it is, but it's the only it's way I got. Hard. It's but, my only way to win right now. It's my only avenue to winning. That's it. Because I couldn't get the superstar. So I've got, instead of focusing on chasing that tail, I got something. It's worthwhile to build with. How do I make it better? Because these next couple of moves that Leon Rose and company are going to do at the trade deadline in this summer are critical for their regime. Because you're right. If they don't get it right and they can't do anything more than a one and done again, there'll be somebody else in here running this franchise. Alan, if you don't get rid of Julius Randle, I I just fear that we're going to start pushing this narrative that Luka is not happy in Dallas. And we should start hoping that maybe Luca be the next disgruntled guy and come to the Knicks. Like it's 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 like with this core, how far can you go with this core? And that's what concerns me. Like we can get excited about some good wins. And listen, they're playing tough, they're well coached, uh, they're good scrappy guys. But okay. at the end of the day, what are they? Like what's you their just ceiling? you just you just told me what they were. So you, what's you, their ceiling? Like Get but out right, the first round. But, but, but all right, I'm saying. I'm saying. I'm here's saying, where I need you, you to. Li- the, but here's where I need you, you to listen to me. Here's where I need you to listen to me because you keep talking to me in a way as if I'm being an irrational. Just <laughs> no, I'm not know, saying uh, you're being irrational. Like that, that, as if I'm like this is all just you know blue and orange glasses that I'm seeing it through. No, I'm t- I'm giving you my rational thought about a team that I'm highly critical of. Everybody that knows me knows I am highly critical of this team, and so when I'm looking at it last night as I was looking at against Cleveland, just like I was looking at against Toronto, and I see what they don't have to win against length teams that, that, that junk defense, right? Like So I see them, and I just assess, and I keep coming back to the same place. They don't have a ceiling yet because that is not a finished product. They are not Golden State. They're not even Denver. Denver's a finished, finished product. That's it. Yeah. They have got to win it with what they got. They're not getting better. They made the moves. Aaron Gordon, they brought him in. They have right, two they superstars. did things to make them better. They have two superstars. Jamal Murray is a superstar. Well, Before he's he but hurt. he's working his way back. You're right, he's yeah. working his way. Back. But my but, point but, but is we this: know, we know him at his those best. Those are is. teams that you know what they are. The Knicks are a team that has something. It's there. They're not near complete yet. They're not near complete yet. They've got assets to make more moves. But I, my criticism is, and this is why I keep bringing it up, is that I feel like there's something here to work with. But I don't know, do we have enough experience in the front office to take what they've got right now during this season with a coach like you said, they're well coached, they are overachieving, look at their record, they are, they're right, like they're overachieving because they're achieving for them is 500, they're over 500. Yeah. So they are overachieving. They don't have a ton of depth. So can this front office see what they've got and make the improvements to advance the cause? That's my point. You're saying blow it up. I'm saying, no, 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 no. You've got to take what you got and make it better and see if you can – that's when you'll discover what the ceiling is. That's why. It's that's so what I'm trying to say. That's why it's so tough, man. Oh, yeah. Some, te- some teams say, you know what, 
we probably have a better chance of being bad and hope we get lucky that way than we do in trying to acquire talent over a period of time and hope that the pieces come together as a puzzle. I feel like to a certain extent the Washington Wizards tried to do that. They have a star in Bradley Bill. Yeah, they do. So they said, well, let's try and go get Kyle Kuzman. He's a good player. Mm-hmm. Let, they let's Por- get, and Porzingis. And let's get Porzingis. But what they get? They got Beal is, is a guy who's always hurt. Porzingis is a guy, he's out again, always hurt. Right. That's like what I'm you're, saying. But you're banking on guys like who Knicks aren't are kinda... available. The Knicks are banking on a guy, and Julius Randle never misses time, ever. Ever. Jalen Brunson is a he's a it's small, but he's tough as nails. He rarely he rarely misses time, and when he does, he drives himself crazy to get back in the lineup. You're not dealing with what the Clippers have. I just, I just where, where, where Kawhi, when he plays, it's a, it's it, that's the headline. He's playing, not that he's hurt. We're all expecting him not to play. Yeah, like it's I a just, much different thing. At least you've got guys who are available on a given night. I, I just hope that they let don't me build say, with that. I hope they don't say, "Hey, let, I'm a Jimmy Butler away" or something like that, man. And. Well, I mean, look, if you added Jimmy Butler to this team, wouldn't they be exponentially better? They would, but would they be a threat to do anything? Why wouldn't they? Were the Heat a threat to do something recently? Yeah. But Were the Sixers with Jimmy Butler a bam, threat? Bam, but, but the, what? I mean, what? Bam, bam out of Bayou. Ba- look at Bam's numbers. Look at Randall's numbers. Same. What do you tell? Yeah. Like, again, like, I, I don't, I can't, I can't buy into blow it up sell off your best players, start all over again. So you're when you have years, finally so gotten you, to so, a place so. that you've been waiting to get to, which is back to where you were with Carmelo, which was a competitive team that made the playoffs. So you're saying start you t- there and build off of that. Sounds to me like you're saying that you're sold as Julius Randle as your best player. I didn't say best player. I said he, he is, is a piece player. that is right now he is. He doesn't have to be for long. Right now he is. How can you afford to get another player? Who is the best player on that Pistons 0-4 team? Probably, in my opinion, the most talented was Rasheed Wallace. He was the glue. Right. But the, as far as the and they leader, had to acquire him, right? Yeah. But you had a lead, right? You had it. You had a. You had a, a best player. You had guys. You had, you had guys that may not be all stars, but they were dominant in a certain world. Ben oh. Wallace was special at what he did. Th- that's right. That's right. Rasheed Wallace was a a guy that. That was a, a, a stretch five. A you stretch had four type you thing. had Hall of Famers, but you didn't have superstars. Yeah, right. Now the Knicks are way younger than that team was, way younger. So they said there's so much more growth, so much more time that they have to go through the growing. Remember, you always said, "How does a team develop? You have to have pain first. Yeah, you got to go through pain. Well, sometimes blowing leads and missing late free throw—that's pain that you go through. And then later on, like last night. Randall hit two clutch free throws, and then R.J. Barrett. Two guys that never make free throws in the clutch. Both made clutch free throws, and both after the game talked about going through all that stuff. You know what I mean? Like, like here, here let's listen to Randall when, uh, on TNT, this walk-off, right? When he talked about the idea that they've had these close games. They've had maddening finishes to games where you're just like, my God, they can't make a shot, or they turn it over, or free throws, make a damn free throw. But they go through it enough, and as Randall said, they're getting comfortable. Well, we've been in these games before. All year we've been in up and down games, lost those games at the end. We've won them at the end. So there's a sense of, you know, being comfortable in those positions and knowing how to execute down the stretch, whether you're up or down. And let's also remember they were going up against the Celtics. I mean, that Celtics team is, is a really good team, like it really is. good team. So they it wasn't going to be a I, walk I lo- in the park. I lo- listen, I love the Sims kid, man. 
I think he's he's super springy, man. Yeah, he is. Super springy, big yeah. body. He did foul right? Robert Williams at the end, though. He did foul hey, him. Hey, they didn't hey. call it. No blood, no foul. Cheese well, back. I feel like, you know, the last two games, they've they've gotten away with a couple of fouls, so I won't, I'm not upset anymore about the Barrett dunk no call. Yeah. I'm over they, it. Because they, they usually balance out. But I do yeah, love that. It. I love I love him just I love him a little bit better than Mitchell Robinson because he's more sudden he's more springy Mitchell um, Robinson always looks like he's falling over himself. Fair, but but Mitch is just longer. You know, he's just way better 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 offensive rebounder because of his size and length and all that other stuff. See, but off, offensive rebound is a skill. The the greatest to yes. ever do it was Dennis Rodman, and it's because yes. he really studied the the, the arc of the Moses ball. Moses Malone was pretty good at it too. Yeah, but he would miss on purpose just to get an offensive rebound. Yeah, the the worm, the worm, the worm was amazing. But no, he was height. amazing. His timing, his ability to read the ball, his length too, is his his motor. You know, like he just he would get to every loose ball. Like that's right. just that's what like made Sam, him. Great. I feel like if Sims decided to be that, he's pretty much one inch taller than Dennis Rodman. But he's mm. he's two fifty. You know what I mean? I, I really he's strong love. As hell. I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Because you saw, like, like Williams is a, is a big dude, and he's usually that dude that's used to just pushing it and, and, and out physicaling everybody, and he. He put that forearm on him a little bit, and it was like, ah, yeah, no, not 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 so, so easy, right. my friend. So you and I have had this back and forth, and like, can you at least do you like? Am I at least making sense? You are. You make it. I'm trying to make sense. it clear that this is not like I'm not going fanboy. I'm not going like I'm not. I'm not being irrational. I'm looking at it for what it is, and the realization and the understanding that we have played the game of who's the next star. We already talked to Brian Windhorst earlier this week. He said there isn't one. There's no one next right now that we're all waiting on, that we all feel like, ah, where it is, he's not happy, he could be out, and the Knicks will target him. That's the out. So if that's the case, what else am I doing? How am I, what am I supposed to do with what I've got? So you got to look at what you got and say, how do we make this better so we can make it competitive? So can I make it even more competitive? And to me, it's upgrading the bench and adding maybe a piece to the starting lineup that fits a little bit better, just takes you up another notch competitively. I'm asking because you're saying Randall is the is the star, right? So you need somebody that he is right compl- now. So you need somebody who can compliment him, correct? And somebody that can play well with him. So what type of piece is that? In your expert opinion, to me that is another. Is that? That's a that's a length defender on the wing. Like I just feel like well, from RJ, the offensive side too. What what is that? Well, you got to you got to be able to hit, hit threes. You got to be able to hit threes. You got to yeah. have somebody that could be that's a guy that can defend multiple positions, has great length, can and also can hit, like, the knock down those corner threes, the kick out threes. Like, he doesn't have to be a guy that creates for himself. I, that's why, like, I'm looking at, like, a uh, – well, like, a, like a Jeremy Grant type type of skill set? I mean, that's, that's not terrible. You know, that's not terrible. I don't know if Grant's a great defender, but I know he can hit the three. I know he can score. He's got length. Like, I'm looking at it, like, also – I'll go way back with you. I'll, I'll tell you what. Like, to me, it's a, it's a uh, Trevor Ariza when he was in his prime. You know, it's okay. like something like that. Like you like, give me somebody that I know well, God, he can lock a up a couple of people. Like that is you know, Nicholas Batum when he a was like, in his a, Cove, a guy like Covington is coming. Covington like that, right? would be a great. Yeah, that's a, he's he's not what he used to be either though. Covington's kind of fallen off a bit. What but, about Jay Crowder? Um, I mean that's that's a guy. I don't know if he's as reliable as a shooter, um, but his physicality and defense and all. I'm that just other saying stuff. what's I'm just saying what's realistic for them. Like, yeah, are we well, talking like a Jay Crowder? That's certainly a name you could go after. I just don't know how he fits. In all in all aspects of what they're looking for, but look, I don't know if I don't know if the guy exists. I don't know if there's a piece like that. I'm just telling you in the starting lineup. That's what I see. Off the, off the bench, you know, I feel like you just need another guy that can that can score. Like and Obi Toppin has been fine, 
but I just don't know if he's a guy that can score regularly, like create for himself score kind of guy. Can we ask the people if they're sold? Oh, we as got you plenty are? of people that want to I talk. I if right they're now. sold as you are. I'm about to tap into the Zoom so I can see the. I right, jump too. in the Zoom. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Of course, is the number. I mean, here's again what what Bart was talking about with Julius Randle. Julius Randle two dunks yesterday. Oh, they were nasty. Like this is the day that the starters were named for the All Star team. So now we all know in another week the reserves will be named, and the reserves are chosen by the coaches in the conferences. So your Eastern Conference coaches choose the Eastern Conference reserves. So Julius Randle on national TV in front of everybody was letting it be known where his game is right now. And these dunks caught everybody's attention, including actually himself. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm in high school again, the way I'm dunking the ball lately. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm just having fun, man. And again, the conversation that Julius had there with Jared Greenberg uh, walking off the court. Good to see Jared Greenberg as well on the TNT coverage. All right, 800 So let's go ahead and hear from the people on this. I Again, you can come at me. You could tell me I'm being fanboy, all that stuff. I'm trying to be rational about this. Because there is a reality to, A, blow it up and tank. You're not getting a top two pick. That is a major, major gamble. And the only picks that matter in this draft are the top two. And, oh, by the way, have you seen the draft history? I mean, it's not like they're drafting, like, superstars. And then on top of it, it is you you work with what you have and just keep building it piece by piece. This is not the finished product, but you got to admit there's something here. To work with. All right, let's see what everybody has to say. Uh, let's begin. It's been on hold the longest. Uh, let's go to David and Flushing to start us off. David. Hey, guys. What's going on? First time, long time. Love the show. Favorite on the radio. Um, listen, the, the truth of the matter is that as good as Randall was last night um, and as fun as they are to watch, there, there's just no reason to believe that the Randall and the role that he plays that they would be able to win, honestly, any seven-game series against any opponent. There's nothing, there's, there's nothing about the team this year that makes me think they're any different than they were two years ago uh, against that, you know, when they played that Hawks team and got absolutely embarrassed. Well, I mean, David, you could, you could say that they can't beat any opponent in a seven-game series. I don't know if I believe that. Let's also remember that against the Hawks, they did not have Mitchell Robinson, a huge loss for them. Uh, in that series. And Randall, like they had a defense against Randall that just he he looked terrible. Yeah, we haven't seen that defense a lot this year. I know Jalen Brunson can get the ball out of his hands, but I just it's it's tough, man, because it's a tough it's like almost a decision to put a football analogy on it. It's a football decision that like where the Dallas Cowboys are. You have a good team, you can have a decent record. It's fair. But 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 when it what what's what we're So you're telling me that Julius Randall is Dak Prescott. Yeah. That he is, he's he's good, and everybody else, and everybody else has a Burrow, a Mahomes, yeah, uh, uh, Allen, uh, 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 Jackson. So what do the what do the Cowboys then need to do to get the most out of Dak? Do what? Put better talent around him? Yeah, but it's the type of talent they got to put around him, and I don't know if the Knicks have the assets or it's available the availability to put a star around him. See, that's the thing. The best starter they could get should have been Donathan Mitchell before Jalen Brunson, but. Jalen Brunson is who they got. So, so well, actually, so they, they would have gotten both. So, Remember, so, so, they already so, had Brunson in the fold yeah, before the trade talks. So, 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 Jay, so Jalen Brunson is essentially uh, T.Y. Hilton because they knew that like <laughs> C.D. Lamb needed somebody to help him out. Yeah, but remember, Brunson came before the the no Donald no no. I get stuff. I get I get I get. It. So he's not T. Y. Hilton. All right? Okay, he, he's he's not that. Okay, he's, he's James just, he's James Robinson. Whatever you want to call him, 
I think he's a little bit better Washington. than James Robinson. No, James Washington. Wait, James uh, Washington. No, yes. James Washington was the guy who they brought over from the Steelers to be mm-hmm. be that dude. So right. what I'm saying is, like, they just stuck. Like, they're stuck in, like, we can just be But average. they're not stuck. They're not stuck because they have assets. They I stuck. told they, you, they, they, they this stuck. pressure is now on the front office. Right, they're stuck they because they have, have to do they stuff stuck. to make they, the roster better. They How stuck. are they stuck? They stuck because they have assets, but nobody wants to give them anything. That's why. That's that. You know how disheartening that is. Nobody wants to take your picks. Well, then that's right? on. That, you, you, that's you, on the. You, you, if that Utah, is true, what you said Utah, is true. Utah. Nobody want to take. Office. Utah didn't want to take the picks. No, it's like nah. No, no, no. Like, nah they, we they, want a little. No. They, they like we they want a little didn't bit more. Want to give. All right. They, right. Look. Look what Utah so, got for him. So it's they always, got a guy who's an all star now. So, so what I'm saying is, it's always somebody that's going to have more. They're yep. like the Green Bay Packers. Like, oh, man, we won't chase Claypool. We'll offer this. Eh, but their one is uh, better than your one. Look, their if, two is better than your two. It's like, man, come on, man. If, you're, if what you're saying is true, that, that nobody wants to deal with them, nobody wants to give them this, nobody wants their assets, that's a front office issue. That's Then the pressure is on Leon Rose and company. This is, it's now, this is like it's on Brian Cashman. Right, like he hasn't yeah. been able to get certain things and all these. Like it's on Brian. This is now. It's on the front office. Right, that's a you have somebody's something to work with. To, make it better. Somebody's always willing to go a little farther than you are in a deal. So like you got assets, and you're like, all right, this is what we're willing to give. So they that, say that's we're willing you, to give when that you have and a one chance, more. And yeah, when you have a chance to make the deal, you make it. Which is again the lesson we learned about Donovan Mitchell. This is Joe Douglas right now. This is Joe Shane right now. They're all in that place. The the Giants showed us something. Are they a team? What do we say about the Giants? Are they a team that can win a Super Bowl? No. Is there something to work with? Yes. But you got to make tough decisions. You love Saquon, but maybe you can't keep him because you got to keep Daniel Jones because you got to keep uh, Dexter Lawrence. And then you got to add uh, at least one wide receiver, if not two, right? Offensive line. So there's things that you have to do. That's why now the pressure's on them. And I'm saying the Knicks are in the same place. They are. It's the pressure with the trade deadline coming up. Is on this front office. This 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 is when this is to when to make this, this roster better. This is when basketball circles matter, right? Because like connections. Yeah, who, I, I hear who, you. Who, who's Julius' friends? Who's Brunson's friends? Who wants to be part of this? Right, right. 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 Because Ky- Kyrie right. came because KD's his friend. KD like, came because of Kyrie. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and Harden came initially because they were friends. Like, yeah. who the hell? Who the hell? He working out with? Man, don't tell me you're working out with all scrubs, man. You need to start working out with some people, making some damn friends, <laughs> where people are willing to take a risk on you because it's really they about They want to be part of it. And, and, you're, right. You're right. Now, yeah, because nowadays it's not about, like, organizations. It's about the stars. Like, man, you know what? I, I'll play with Julius. Julius my dude. Well, let's see. Let's see where it goes. But I'm telling you, that that's I'm putting it there from now on. We, well, this is where it is right now. It's no longer it's no longer going to be about oh blow it up it's not it's not about this team has no ceiling this team has no identity no they don't because it's not a complete project product yet but there is something to work with here and now it's up to that front office to make it work and to advance the cause This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza the number one pick in Detroit style pizza why it's simple Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. 
If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Exciting, entertaining win last night in Boston. It's a big win. You know, they've only beat one in Boston four times in the last 15 visits. Like, you don't win there. It doesn't happen. And this is the first time they've lost to a division opponent this season. That's a good so, team, man. That's a very good team. Now, they're without Marcus Smart. But, you know, they've gone through a little. This is a three losses in a row for them, so they're going through something. That's still not Whatever. excuse. No, that, it's still a good win. Facing a guy who's an MVP candidate, an all-star. Jalen mm-hmm. Brown played poorly, missed two free throws. You see that look that uh, – Randall gave him when he missed the two free throws. Like, yeah, I've been there. He he looked he looked like that. <laughs> I forgot I forgot that. Uh, Better that, you than me, son. Forgot that cartoon movie with the with the scientist that got the lab coat with his hair like that. It's like scientist. purple hair. Yeah, it's like some look. Yeah, you got me on that one. All right, but we'll go through some calls here. We got some NFL news to get through. Um, again, for Jets fans, Mike Lafleur does find a job. I know we're all we we're all so concerned. Uh, he will be the offensive coordinator for the L.A. Rams next season. Yeah. Yeah. So that's good. Good for him. Lands on his feet in nice L.A. To have fr- nice to have friends. Yeah. So that that's where he will be. Steve Wilkes like, I'm unemployed. This is a bull. Yeah, we got to get into the Steve Wilkes stuff too. Him tweeting about uh, the lack of opportunity for African-American candidates. He did a good job finishing the season with Carolina, Listen, but they went with Frank Reich instead as their next head coach. African-Americans lead the league. Listen, if somebody get near the interim head coach, oh, that's it. <laughs> Black folks going to get that. You know what? Or, or, or Texas job. Because you're right. Interim right or coach, the Houston Texans. Interim coach. I think every interim coach outside of Jeff Saturday has been black for the last 35 years. How many? How, Ray how many, Rose, Romeo Cornell. Interim like, head coach, one-year coaches. <laughs> right? If you made a list. Look, Jacques Vaughn. What is the, it don't matter. We the, at least we the, we the, we the, we the interim coach master, son. <laughs> Speaking of Jacques Vaughn, he, uh, you can tell he's getting kind of – he's run out of patience with Ben Simmons. They lost it to your Pistons last night. Did you see Dern? Oh, did you see him with that? They tried to uh-huh. – they tried to – they tried to, they tried to uh. And Sadiq Bey. Oh. 
Yeah, but uh, so you got to hear what Jacques Vaughn said when asked about Ben Simmons after the game, and you can just tell like there, things are boiling over there. So lots to get to, but we got a lot of calls to get to, Bart. So let's 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 do that. Uh, let's continue with Low is in Jamaica. Low, tell us how you really feel about Julius Randle. <laughs> well, first off, let me preface everything I'm saying by Julius Randle has had a great season and he deserves to be an All Star. That yeah. that is how I feel about that. Okay. That being said, I think there's two reasons why. Uh, I agree with Bart saying that, you know, it might be possible to that we might have to move on from him, you know, when the four-year contract is up. Number one, I don't know how he would play as a, num- as a number two or number three option. Like, I only know how Julius Randle works with, all the, with, with getting the majority of the offense run through him. And I think we've seen the ceiling of that, of that role of that Julius Randle's playing as the number one guy. And Which I don't is, All right, let, let me stop you there. Low, low, let me stop you there because okay. a couple of things. Number one, he is not always the number one option. There are games where it's R.J. Barrett. It depends on the matchup. There are games it's, J- it's Jalen Brunson. He doesn't lead the team in scoring and shots every single game. But the second thing I want to point out is you said we have seen the ceiling. Can you describe the ceiling for me of Julius Randle? What's the ceiling? Uh, yeah, pretty much a, a middle of the road. Middle of the road. So thirty yeah. and fifteen, but that, no, four no, no. assists. See, that's middle that. of the road. You can't do that, Allen. You can't do that. What well, can I do? Because he's not. Is that because, not what he's doing right now? All star because thirty, fifteen, somebody, and five. Some, somebody has to get those points, and somebody gets those wow. shots. Okay. What you're saying is he's having he, the most efficient season he's had. He's actually I, better than Alan, he was two years ago. He was all NBA, but that's middle of the road. You're telling me this is what's hilarious. You're making me defend the guy. I'm defending the guy, Allen. I, Allen, I get it, but you know, you understand what he's saying. I mean, you, you look at you look middle at middle of uh, the road. You you look at uh, Love when he was in when he was in Minnesota. He was a stat stuffing machine, but when he had to be the lead guy, he how many times did they make the how many, how many times did they have a winning record, let alone make the playoffs? When Kevin Love was stat stuffing in Minnesota, never. Okay, they okay the Knicks made it once. Okay, well, I mean, and they're on their way this year. Last year he was ter- last year he was terrible. I've said that a million right, times. So, so which one is the real? The real well, let's say two out of three years is telling me that that's more like him than what I mean, we, what we saw I mean, last year. Everywhere, why he am went, I, you guys are making me when, defend this? When guy. he was in New Orleans, like you know what I mean? They, they uh, look at his numbers. Look at his numbers. I get it. Look I at get, his numbers. I get it, man. I'm just saying. I and he get left it. there as a free agent, by the way. I get he it. Left do, there. But I get it. But do you want to beat? Well, they ain't trying to sign him. Yeah, they I did. get it. Yeah, they did. Okay. Okay. You're right. I mean, Alan, what I'm saying is. Middle of the road, though, is wrong, Bart. You got to admit, it's wrong. He is not a middle of the road player okay, okay. at is his he, ceiling. Okay, okay. Is he a top Is he a top 30 player? At th- Well, let, how many players in the league are averaging what he's averaging? I don't, don't give me what they average, man. Well, Anybody, well, numbers, I'm sorry. Listen, listen, how else do we base it? I, I, I tell people all the time numbers is the easiest thing to get in sports. Okay. It's easy to get numbers. Is it? Somebody got to get the numbers in Houston. You know what I'm saying? Again, all right, like number, this is what bothers me though, because you are what you're creating, and you and then some of these callers are trying to like putting me into this place as if I'm talking like this guy is a top ten player. I I'm am not trying, saying that. I'm, I'm saying so, it's the best you've got, and there's no way to get better. I'm just because that's not available. Better is not available, so you've got to work with what you've got I'm instead just, of just sitting there complaining all the time about I'm how you don't confu- have better. I'm just confused with the plan, and sometimes it's best to sell high. I just gave you the plan. I'm saying it's best to sell high, Allen. I gave right you now, the part. I he's gave hot. you the plan. He's hot right now. The man. plan is you have something to work with. Work with it and advance listen, the cause. Listen. Make it better. So people don't think That's I'm being I'm, the plan. So people don't think it's personal. 
I'm the same person that once said that, hey, it's time for the Lions to 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 trade Calvin Johnson. Because for all his greatness. Bart, they oh. were never making the playoffs. The, the Lions were losing yeah, they did. They were they, they were 11-5 and five under they, Jim Caldwell. How long did that last? Was that one year? Yes. Have, but when you said they should move on from him, it was when they were just awful again. No, it's because he was the best chip they had. Sometimes you got to get you got to get rid of great for good. Sometimes you get rid of great for good, man. And that's all I'm saying. It's just tough because if you get rid of him, you may be able to get something that can be the foundational building blocks. Remember, Herschel Walker before he got into politics was a great football player. <laughs> Before he was fighting lions and bears and wolves, he was fighting football players, and they traded him to the Minnesota Vikings. And it became the foundation of something. It became the foundation of Emmitt Smith, Troy Aikman, and, and, and Michael Irvin. I mean, that, that's, that, that's the dream scenario that we all know is never going to happen. Well, I'm saying his, va- his value is never going to be higher. I just don't know if his value on, on the market I, let me, let me, is let me higher than this. his value to you right now. That's let my me, point. You're never going to get equal value. Let me ask you this: <laughs> just, just, just like, just like, just like, just like Green Bay is never going to get equal value for get, walking away from Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, but it just don't happen. But what happens is going to free them up to be able to, to go in a different direction. Is 39 years old, and you. But you just told me that two, you just told me two years is the only thing that matters, right? Because all you got Julius Randle for not, is that's two years. Literally not what I said. That is literally not what I said. Well, that's what I heard. So, that's the, but I didn't say the only thing that matters. That's not what I said. What I said was, I don't know where I'm going to be in two years. I can't worry about that right now. I have something right now to work with, and I'm trying to see how do I make it better. See, but if you until I realize that this thing has run its course, which usually is when I have a deadline, and my deadline is you've got to give this guy an extension. What are you going to do? I don't have to worry about that right now. What I have to worry about right now is how do I secure so, a playoff spot, so, not so, a play-in, so and how do next, I make this team better each each chance I have to make it better? What if next year he gets injured and you can't get rid of no, him? That's a, what, if, what if anything? What, what, I'm saying, what, what I'm mean, saying what is, if? His what value, if anything? Listen, listen. I bet you right now, Alan, if your Bitcoin that you got in your Bitcoin crypto wallet go up to 40, you ain't going to say, well, it's a, it's a strong uh, acting currency. I'm just going to ride off with it for 10 years. You're going to cash that, that is, piece that in. Is, Apples and oranges, man. That is that is not the same thing as this scenario. It's just not. Okay. I, it's not. It's not. I don't have to worry okay. about this for another year. Okay. Let's I go have to him Let's right go to now. Let's go to the people. Let's go to Patrick. Let's I got to make Patrick. it better. Can we talk to Pat? Do. Let's talk to Pat. Well, we can't because we've been yelling at each other for too long, and we've got stuff we got to get to. We'll get to Pat and everybody else on the other side. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? 
your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Thanks for listening to the Bart and Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. We've got so many calls to get to, Bart. Let's get to them. Who would you call out that you wanted to hear next? Who was it? Patrick. Patrick from New Jersey. What's up, Patrick? Guys, loving the show. I'm going to take your side on this one. Originally, I was on Bart's bandwagon that we should have traded him, but once we got RJ... His numbers went up. His three-pointers have went up. His defense has gone up. I think we should take a shot and try to build on his team. And that wing defender that you're talking about is Harrison Barnes. Now, I know Sacramento's in playoff contention, but they're backloaded at small forward, especially with the ascension of Keegan Murray. That makes Harrison Barnes expendable. They love Murray. He's played really well for them. But Barnes is such a big piece of their success, and they're trying to end the longest drought, longest playoff drought in the sport. Like, I actually might be the longest playoff drought in all of sports in North America. They're trying to make the playoffs mm. for the first time since Bart was in college. Like, it's been that long. Like, Bart, Bart what year did you start in the NFL again? What year was 2002. it? 2002. Okay, no, you were with the Ravens then. But you were still early on in your great career. Like, it's been forever since the, since the Kings have made the playoffs. So the one thing that they won't do is break that team up that way by losing a key piece like that during the regular season, Patrick. But – you know, finding something like that will certainly help. Now, it's funny. I got a I got a tweet from a friend. I mean, a text from a friend, and we also got a tweet that said the same exact thing. Two different people. Sure. Text I'll read from the a tweet. Friend. Yeah, no, text I, from a friend. Mm. I, it was a text from a friend. That's serious. It was the Gong guy, actually, Bart. The Gong guy. So oh, there's the Gong right there, the beloved Gong. So he texted. He said, "If Julius Randall was on some random team in the West playing like this." He said, with this reasonable contract, and he was available, the Knicks would bend over backwards to trade for him right now. The tweet we got was from, I don't know how you say it, so I'm not going to because it could put me in a really bad place. Uh, the Steph Boyardee actually is his app. He said, if Randall was on another team, people would be telling the Knicks they need to move four first-round picks to trade for him because of the production. But that's what happens. Our own people, we you know, we find reasons to just say, "Blow it up, this ain't working." Now okay. let's go to let's go to Ryan and Pearl River to continue the conversation. Get get Ryan. All right, gentlemen, I'm really addicted to this show. It's great afternoon. It's an afternoon delight listening to sports. Uh, first of all, uh, with the Jets, I think they you know you're going to have 
uh, before I get to the Knicks, but you're going to have Zach in camp, White in camp. You, I, I think it's either going to be Aaron Rodgers or, uh, or Brady, but whether to bring the Gronk, what you please, and also the Stetson Rodeo, bring in Stetson Bennett, please, because, listen, short guys have played. You know, we remember Flutie and everything. All right, with the Knicks. The Knicks' biggest problem is, come on, you need a guy, a forward, who can take the ball to the basket, and you, you're just not going to have the, – the cap is not friendly to the Knicks, unfortunately. The draft positioning and when they draft, they're not really been hitting big time in the draft. Nope. That's why we are where we are. Just because you win a few games, let's not accept mediocrity. There are some good players out there. In the smaller colleges, forwards who could shoot it, but also take it to the basket. You got Ben Maller, you got Patrick Buchanan. These guys should be scouted by the Knicks. They could take the ball to the hoop. They got that inside game that could open up the outside game. But you have to be able to draft now and find players that are not in the uh, the you know in the realm of the first round anymore. And you got to find them in the other league. Well, that's how you and build. They, they that's how you, their, yeah, Ryan, that, that's that's how you build around a team that you have, you feel like I have a core. Now I want to find, you know, those pieces that like, again, that's warriors did it. You know, like you find pieces that, all right, this guy's not going to be a star, but he's going to be a perfect piece of glue, you know, some glue to put into this group. Like that's, that's what you do. But again, that's all for later, man. I'm talking about right now. That, that That's, that's all stuff for later. All right, let's continue. Uh, let's go to, man, these segments are going by real fast. Christian Wontel, what's up, Chris? Alan, Han, Bart, pleasure speaking with you again. So, Alan, I mean, if he's not middle of the road, like you told me two days ago, we couldn't get a first-round pick. I don't know how he's not middle of the road if we can't get a first-round pick for the guy. You know, the stats are the stats, but like you said, if he was on another team, we'd be trading three first-round picks for him. So I'm just a little confused. I'm just a little confused. So if he's not a middle of the guy and we can't get a first-round pick, what does that mean he is? Is he not just a Kevin Love in the, in the, in the, with the Timberwolves? Because I'm getting kind of confused with point, what's Chris. going on here. Chris, that no, is you just, Chris, all you're doing Chris, is, is a, repeating that's, Bart. That is a great point, Chris. That's all he's doing is repeating Bart. No, why, why are you let Chris respond? Because he, he just, all he's doing is no, repeating you, no, you. you. No, you're saying, you're saying your guy, the gone guy, said, <clears> hey, if, he's, if, we, if he wasn't right, here, we're comprehend what to that get means. him. Comprehend so then, what that so means. Somebody else should be willing to give it. Are the Knicks the only suckers that would do that? Um, that's the point of the tweet and the text is that we do this here about other players. That's what we like. Everybody like, Oh my God, look at his numbers. You got to bring him in. This guy plays tough, blah, blah, blah. But then he's on your team and he sucks. Like that's just, that's how it always goes. I think, uh, but I think the point is you but, said, but the reality is there a, as I told you the other day, there is no way this group that invested, they are not trading him, especially when they are well over 500 and in position to make the playoffs. There's no way they're doing it. So that's a silly conversation to have. Start there. And then after that, it's, you know, well, if you did try to trade them, you you, you're, you think you think somebody's giving you an unprotected first round. Are you crazy? Ain't nobody doing that in this league anymore. That Rudy Gobert trade ruined everything. Ruined everything for everyone from here on out. That was a terrible trade that Minnesota made. Terrible trade. Is Julius Randle better than Rudy Gobert? What, what does that have to do with anything? I'm t- I just told you, no one is doing that. No one is doing a unprotected picks or lightly protected. They're not doing that anymore. Four picks. Because everyone saw that trade and went, that, no way. No way we're doing this. And so that's it. So you're not getting that kind of an offer. And if you're saying, just get rid of them, then you're really not paying attention. And I don't have time for it. Just being honest. I don't have time for it. You're going to get lower in marketing. 
he's an all-star, by the way. Just throwing it out there. I'm, yeah. My he's playing and out of his mind. And they're trying to get rid of him. Who's trying to get rid of him? Utah loves him. Yeah, Utah trying to get rid of him. They're not signing him after this season. You know it and I know it. Well, Utah might be doing something different business-wise. So, 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 so Lauren Marketing – don't even it's try. It's an all-star. Don't, don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Let's talk, be available. Let's talk we football. We can't make Julius Randle available. We're going to talk football. <laughs> we are talking football. When you start trying to pull out, pull out names that you can't even pronounce, we're talking football now. Lauren That's what we're marketing. doing. <laughs> you know they called Randall Randolph last night on TNT, and it pissed off his mom so much she went to Twitter. <laughs> like, they've had to know my baby's name now. Like, you know how mad a mother gets, too, when, like, That's he plays. on my name. Right. He plays so well, and they're calling him Randolph. They're like, man, his name is Randall. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.